Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Hello, Jason Parker. Oh my god, ever since I've become a pop star, my name is Jason Parker. Like, the switchover from... Jason to Jason Parker is happening in front of my eyes. And I didn't really realize that it would be a a thing that happens. But like, of course you call like your favorite artists or whatever by their full the, name. The name, their full name. Yeah. I mean, it's lucky you like it. I know. <laughs> so true. I mean, I assume you like your name, do you? Jason Parker. Yeah. yeah. It did take me like when I was a teenager, I was like, we're not doing this. Like, mm. Jason, no way. Parker, uh-uh, don't relate. But now <laughs> I'm like, it's who you Jason are. Parker. Yeah, it's Jason Parker, obviously. Follow me on Instagram. But while we're here, we are celebrating 150 episodes. Can you believe it? I actually <laughs> can't believe it. Who would have thought that we could do what we actually said we were going to do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, when was the last time you stuck to something? Um, I don't know. Watch the space. Watch the space. <laughs> but 150 episodes, that is a huge, huge deal. It is. That's... And a lot of you have been here for 150 episodes, too. I so, was like, say. If you're holding a drink or a sandwich, then <laughs> cheers to you. Cheers to you. I, um, I'm actually drinking a martini in our honour. How is the martini? It's good. The first sip was difficult. I've gone for with a twist because I didn't have olives. Um, and I chilled the glass. So this is actually also in honour of our dear friend Cakes by Anna who... Drinks her martinis with a twist, I'm pretty sure. Well, the last time I had one with her, she did. And she um, said that, well, just one word at a time. She said that freezing the glass is the key. Interesting. So happy 150th episode to us and happy 10th birthday to Cakes by Anna. Yes, Queen. Do you know, that was actually my life of the party this week. So I'm just going to like go straight into that. Okay. Because I do want to talk about Cakes by Anna's 10-year anniversary. Uh, I flew down to Christchurch over the weekend to attend a 10-year party for Cakes by Anna. And if you aren't following Cakes by Anna on Instagram... There's no one listening that's not. I know, I know. But if you if you aren't, then today is the day to go and do it. She makes the most gorgeous cakes and her presence online is... It's unparalleled, just, unmatched. Unparalleled, 
unmatched. It's nice to be around. There's no pretense. It's just a girl who loves beautiful cakes and electric vehicles. <laughs> now. Oh, did she get an EV? She got an EV. Did you miss the post? I obviously did. I'm not I'm not here to talk about that. Oh my god. I'm just here to say that Anna is an inspiration. She is. And it is incredible to see what she has done and that girl knows how to throw a party and make an agroni. Yes. And not to make it about us, but we've been there since the beginning. I wanna dig out a photo of us from like her OG bake. Do you have it? I'll find it. I'll find it and I'll post it. Oh, I was like, there's so much happening this week. And it's a bird of the year week. And it's Midnight's Week, Taylor Swift. Yes. It's also Carly Rae Jepsen Week. Yes. How are you and feeling about all of this? So, so good. So, it's a first sip. My first sip this week is actually Carly Rae Jepsen's song, The Loneliest Time. Is that, I'm coming back for you, baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's growing on TikTok. I have been watching it grow from 100 videos to, like, last time I checked it was at 4,000. I haven't checked it today. But this is over the space of, like, three days or something. So I honestly just have a feeling that... Queer people and allies are gonna like get Carly Rae Jepsen back Whoa. to where she was. Like, I feel like the loneliest time with the help of TikTok is going to create a huge buzz and could be like about damn time, you know? Whoa. I know that that sounds like a really big call to some people listening, but like, I really think that TikTok has the power to bring Carly Rae Jepsen back back on top because that sound is so funny well like had call me maybe came out in the age of tiktok it for sure would have blown up on tiktok like there's just no way that song was like the epitome of like pop culture if that makes sense carly ray jepson's career has been really interesting for someone who's not like a huge carly ray jepson fan she literally had the biggest song and maybe still even one of the biggest songs ever to be released call me maybe it's a banger but none of her albums really did well she released emotion which is one of the best albums pop albums of all time in a lot of people's opinions and it didn't really make a splash it had no humongous singles like i mean i really 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 like you was pretty big but not anything that someone who had the biggest single in the world for a long time like Mm. should have and since then she's just really hasn't been able to push through to the mainstream like she could do with call me maybe Mm. and i really think that the loneliest time it's gonna do it if you haven't listened to it yet go check it out on uh spotify or go watch the music video because it is camp carly ray jepson is screaming gay culture and i am so excited for the whole album to drop this friday which i will be listening to after i listen to midnight's 500 times yeah, I'm like a little stressed because my dad's coming up this weekend and I'm just like, oh, fuck. Who's he flying with? Probably Air New Zealand. Have I got a bone to pick with Air New Zealand? Oh my god. Is it about the prices? or The prices? 
absolutely. They are outrageous. But also, like, you used to be able to take Air New Zealand and know that you were going to get to the place you were going on time. Yeah. The last few times I've flown with Air New Zealand, there has either been huge delays or the flight has been cancelled. The last few times I've flown with Jetstar, easy, breezy, beautiful. They don't have enough staff. It's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I know. It's so annoying. It's like, sort it out. You can't be like, you can't be in New Zealand. I had to wait on the tarmac for tarmac? Yep. Tarmac for <laughs> so long when I was flying down to Christchurch. And I need to ask you this. Mm. So while I was waiting on the tarmac, is it Mac? It's tarmac. Like see? Yeah. No, not Matt. No, but you've probably been <laughs> saying Matt. <laughs> tarmac. When, when a Matt gives you something. Oh, oh my God. I'd give anything tarmac. for a Matt to give me something. Oh, God, a Matt. A Matt will give you something. Just <laughs> keep telling the universe that's what you want. <laughs> but, so I'm like on the plane and I've been sitting on the plane for like 45 minutes or something. And so I'm having a nap. Like, classic. Of course I'm having a nap. But my cousin sent me a photo that someone had sent her of me sleeping on the plane. Oh, was it one of the flight attendants? Doesn't she work for Air New Zealand? Yes, yeah, so she does work for Air New Zealand. It wasn't a flight attendant, okay. but it was someone who does also work for Air New Zealand. And she's been, like, hyping up How to Be Lonely hard. She's a huge fan. So, like, thank you. And that's why he recognized me. But then she sent me this photo of me just like... Oh, my God. That is so bad. Do you know, like... <laughs> but that's, like, what... That's, like not the first like that is not gonna not happen again like if, like, if George Clooney my, was on a flight and and he was asleep I would take a photo of him you know like you're yeah. no longer you have your autonomy is no longer yours that is so true I've got to say I did look like a sleeping angel oh really because I know it wasn't that <laughs> it wasn't that you like flopped <laughs> over someone no. <laughs> but I do think, like, I don't know, just like now with my job, I have to be really careful in terms of privacy of posting. Like, not yes. me personally, but the things that I'm posting. And so I'm always hyper aware now. Like, I second guess everything I post. So, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. shout out to your number one fan who... Yeah, thank you so much. Stream How to Be Lonely. Take yeah. Take a photo of me on a flight, whatever. Um, do you have a first sip for us? I do have a first sip. So, over the last kind of few months, there's been like a bit of a undercurrent... Under, undercurrent? Of, I no, know. I think it's tarmat. Oh, tarmat. <laughs> of people... Actually, Tom Matt is relevant of people asking me if I'm a fan of the 1975. And, like, it's I've been asked so many times that I'm like, God, I'm missing out on something. And I've had to be like, hey, I'm not. And I've really had to look inward and realize that this was a huge gap in my pop culture knowledge. And so on Sunday, I went for a walk and I 
queued up their album and I listened to it. And so my first sip is the 1975's new album, Being Funny in a Foreign Language, produced by the one and only Jack Antonoff. Um, it's such a great album. I obviously don't have anything to go off. I know the one... Love that one. That's the only song I had of my base knowledge of. And yeah, I'm obsessed. I've watched like every interview possible. I'm like got a crush on the lead singer. Do you know they've been a band since they were 13? It's quite cool, eh? It's really cool. And his mum is like this like, famous, like, actress-slash-TV host in the UK that I had no idea, but... Yeah, so I'm just obsessed. I love the album. It's quite orchestral. They He was, like, calling it country in his chat with Zane Lowe, which I was like, hmm, I wouldn't call it country, but I can see where there are elements of country in it. So I just really recommend anyone who's considering listening to it or isn't to listen to it. Yes, I, yeah. I haven't listened yet, but I definitely will check it out. Uh, another album I c- would actually like to add to our first set while we're doing music. Mm. Uh, <laughs> As opposed to when we don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, is Tuve Lu's new album, Dirt Femme. The whole thing is out now. And honestly, from start to finish, it's really personal and really fun. I've watched interviews of her that like her favorite thing to do is like crying in the club. What she's put out is her best album yet it talks about body image sexuality it's like it is hypersexual but in a in a way that's not like american if that makes sense to you it's not like grind up on your bones yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm a little with um and yeah i would go check it out Pineapple Slice, one of my favorite songs. Oh, there are so many good ones. But yeah, Dirt Femme. Did you relate to that TikTok that I sent you about how to say yes. her name? Should I play it? Yes, it's, you should. Um, hey, how do you pronounce Tuve Lu's name? Tuve Lu. That would say Tuve, Tuve, Tuve Lu. Tuve Lu. Yeah. Yeah, I've got this toxic trait at the moment. What is it? I've been, I've been like watching on reels, TikToks. No, it's worse on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's literally it's so embarrassing, and they're bad too. They're so 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 bad. Okay, well, oh. you delete the app. I know, I really need to. Anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about. (laughs) I am here to wonder, what is your life of the party? Well, before we do that, can we do some hinge binges? Oh my god, absolutely. It's been a while. Oh wait, and even before we do that... Yeah? Can we just like reconfirm that Bird of the Year is happening oh, this week? Yes, we're so we're we're pee waka wakaing, right? Some like yes, some kid took the um. I we had so many people were like, oh my god, I'm so here for kick ons being the pee waka waka representative. But it's like I went to apply and there's some kid who's like 
and already got it yeah so shout out to them and let's give them all our energy i see like the greens have publicly endorsed a bird wow cool well good on the greens um and also thank you to everyone who went out and voted yes Um, voter turnout was abysmal was it and i i mean i'm living in like i'm living in like the fairy tale so yeah, how do thank you thank God? Yeah. Proud proud of Wellington. Really, really, really proud of Wellington. Thank you for making it happen. What a dream come true. It's so exciting. It's honestly yeah. so exciting. It is. Um <laughs> Auckland. Yeah. We'll try again next year. Well whenever it is. Three years. I do need to say though, this was the first time I voted in a local election. So I can't be like on my high horse like Yeah too high i think um was it very close between no yeah i think like unfortunately the sad thing is is that most people have a centrist or slightly right-winging mayor like wellington was the exception so it's probably a sign of the times, like, and it could be a good reminder to people, like, if you actually do care, you need to vote because the election that happens next year is probably going to be really close and it's probably going to swing the other way just like this did. So I think, like, it's really important to engage, to have chats with your family. It doesn't matter really what the outcome is, but it does matter that even if we get, like, the Greens or the Māori Party lots of votes so that we can have, like, a balanced government making decisions rather than just yeah. one way. But I th- honestly think the best way to do it is to take people with you voting. Yeah. You know? And chat like, about it. Like, I was bringing up at work. I was with people I don't know. Like, obviously, um, it's not that weird, but... I was just like, are you voting? You know, like, yeah, just have those and conversations. We're, like, we're only 16, miss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Hinge Binges. Wait, let me have a slip. Yes. My oh, mm. my goodness. So Hinge Bin is this. So Hinge Binge is the sometimes segment that we have here at Kick-Ons where we are sourcing or sent we really appreciate when we're sent hinge binges voice memos from the app hinge that we play and we decide whether they are hingeable or bingeable which is kind of what did we decide (laughs) every time if uh or hinged or unhinged Unhinged. yeah yeah so but we call it hinge binge so there's no continuity in the branding at all at um, all, but I'm actually going on a hinge date tomorrow night. Girl, you kept that under wraps. I know. I forgot it. Well, I didn't forget about it, but yeah. Where are you going? What are you doing? What time? So by the time this comes out, we will have already. It will already be. Oh, you um, yeah. We're going to next door. What is next door? Oh well, next door is the bar that's next to Margot. You'll be shocked at how old he is. Shocked. 28. Nine. Close. Ooh. Isn't that crazy? 
That is crises. <laughs> yeah, so... Well... Cool. And anyway, so I'll what, did, to what was it. his hinge voice memo? Play it now. He doesn't have one. Red flag. I'll ask him to make one for the next episode. <laughs> okay, cool. This is a random fact I love is... I love that Australia fought a war against emus and lost. What does that mean? It means... Let me go no. to my Google tab. Please. That there was an emu war in 1932 to address public concern over the number of emus said to be running amok in the Campion District of Western Australia. Whoa. Jane, are you listening? Uh, well, I don't want to know how many emus were killed. But why did they lose? Because they're still thriving today. True. Machine guns. I had never heard of the Emu Wars of Australia, but to be honest, I'm not surprised. No. Like, that's giving... It's just giving Australia, isn't it? It's giving Australia hard. I think we need more context. Like, what does that mean? I guess that's the point of it, though, right? So you can start a conversation. Yeah, (laughs) that is the point. So so that's hinge. For me, that's hinge. It's hinge, but we just want a little bit more um, information. Okay, now this, a lot more information. this is an yeah. international submission submitted by someone in New Zealand, but sent to a friend in Europe. Okay. <laughs> this is actually so good. Okay. Wait, I've just got to click into it so I remember the prompt. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. The prompt is, my cry in the car song is... Cause I wanna touch you, baby And I wanna feel you too I wanna see the sunrise When you says just me and you Light it up Fall in love Let's make love tonight What is this song? <laughs> so I had to Google it And I Googled I wanna feel you I want to touch you, baby, and I want to feel you too. It's it's Zane and Sia. Oh yeah, that's the end of oh, it. Yeah, it is. Oh my god, can we wait, can we hear him again? Can we hear him do it now that we know the song? That is so funny. I know. He did a good job, I, I gotta say. I was like, is that a Shannon Knoll? Oh uh, I love how he goes to night at the end. Okay. <laughs> Cause I wanna touch you, baby. Cause I wanna feel you too. I want to see the sunrise when you says just me and you light it up. Fall in love. Let's make love tonight. <laughs> I feel like it sounds like in the middle he's about to go into light up, light up. <laughs> I believe that was unhinged 
It's like the most bizarre song to choose. And like Cry in the Car song. My Cry in the Car song. I wanna I feel wanna you. Turn to baby. <laughs> See, it knows how to write a car- Cry in the Car song. That's the truth. That's it for this week on Hinge Binge. Boom! Great segment. So good. Please Can send we put some that in. segment forward for awards season, podcast awards season. <laughs> sure, why not? It's literally so lit. <laughs> okay, so my life at the party. I literally was like prepping for this interview. I had my peak too soon sorted, and I was like, oh god, what's my life at the party going to be? And then I went on Instagram and was floored, floored by the wedding photos of Chris Parker and Michael McCabe. His I know. husband, who they got married at the Hollywood Avondale Cinema. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. And um, the photos have ended up in Vogue. Vogue Australia have done a f- uh, feature on it. I'm just like, am shook. I just feel like the vibe of the wedding was exactly what I would want, you know, in a weird way. Like, I just really related to the non-traditional element of their wedding. And I'm just so happy. My pre-order for my book has been shipped. So it was just snaps all round. I just think, like, incredible. Incredible photos. It is incredible. It is incredible for someone who is, like so vocal and proud for like queer people around New Zealand and to be doing something like being in vogue and not in like in the traditional way as well. Like Chris is on his own journey. He is just like being himself and trusting his instincts. So cool to watch. It is really cool to watch. Um, the people that took the photos are called Poet Pictures. You guys should check them out. They're incredible. Anyway. Nice. Peak too soon for you? Peak too soon. So today, the cast of Canada Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race Canada versus the World was announced. Mm. Jujubee? And the... Jujubee is not there. She is. What? Well, I thought she was. No, girl. I you saw got trolled. Pl- oh. That was a joke. <laughs> I was like, I cannot fucking do this. I'm no. sorry, well, Jujubee. That was most of the online um, chat around the cast announcement was, we cannot fucking do this. Which is sad, because I think the cast is cool. I think the cast is cool. People are not excited about this cast. Why? It is a lot of, like, been there, done that. I think because, like, Raja O'Hara seen it. Silky Nutmeg yeah. seen it. Yeah, that's uh, Isis Couture won it. Yeah. But I think it's going to make for a really, really good season of Drag Race. These girls are at the top of the game. Yeah, they are high-level queens. Yeah. And did you watch the latest Canada's Drag Race? Yes, I did. Oh, I need to watch it. Really good. Really, really, really yeah. good. Um, so what your peak too soon is the fact that people aren't excited about it? Yes. I'm like, Anita yeah, it's like is there. Yeah, exactly. But maybe that's what because people kids? people don't... Other people who are complaining, people that don't... Like, there's not any American queens, are there? 
Oh, no, no the Silky are. and Raja. Is it people that, like, don't have a personal connection to the queens like we do? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, if you watch the announcement, are you excited about the season of Drag Race? I do understand that a lot of people are feeling drag race fatigue, but we've been feeling drag race fatigue for years. So, like, get over it and just, like live for the fact that it is living yeah it's so interesting because like i never feel housewives fatigue i don't feel drag race fatigue i don't No, i think you can choose to engage or not you can watch things when you want to watch them you know if it's like something like canada's drag race seeing who wins if i did probably wouldn't really spoil it for me you know like i could go and watch it in a month's time and and have a great time that was my peak too soon speaking of online trolls i wanted to touch on something that's been happening in the media in new zealand recently that um has just been kind of like misrepresented i guess okay so there's two elements of my peak too soon it began with creative nz not funding the sheila win shakespeare festival for in their well not giving funds to them in their recent um round of funding that's not necessarily what my peak too soon is my peak too soon is that the media has kind of skewed it as this like cancellation of Shakespeare I guess and that's not really what's happened the festival will go on regardless um And I just see, I just think it's bizarre in the way it's been spun. But also, my am my peak too soon is that funding wasn't given to Auckland Pride um, for their creative director role, which really sucks. And I guess the thing as a whole is that there is such a lack of funding for the arts in New Zealand at the moment. It's really, really bad. COVID has had a huge impact on our art sector and... It just, it it has not been able to revamp in the same way that other things have. I think they had like $7 million worth of applicants and they could only give out $2.8 million. And like, I think there are some elements of the Sheloin situation, which is like, yeah, it's actually not that relevant if we could be funding like Maori-based theater or things like that like i think there's a huge argument there i think it's like super fair to reevaluate the way we look at shakespeare in 2022 Mm. but i also think it's really relevant that it is something that is important because that is where like all our storytelling essentially could well not really because indigenous people have been i don't know if it's about specifically what shakespeare is bringing but the fact that uh the sheila wind festival has been something that has allowed a lot of uh, people and kids to go out and perform totally. in a way that they wouldn't have been able to before. You know, like you're a Sheila Wynn girl, are you? I am a Sheila Wynn girl. You know, and like I mean, <laughs> and look at me now, <laughs> fully. It's just like something that w- drama doesn't have a as big of a platform as sports. Yes. So when you cut something, yeah, that has that has made that impact. Yeah. It's huge. So I think that is like, there's two arguments. Like there's two points. There's the point of like, this is a shame because this is how we get a lot of our kids into theater. And you know, it's like an obvious goal. It's something that people could work towards 
that might not yeah. be able to do other things. But in saying that, actually, the bigger problem is that there's not enough money to go around. And how do we fix that? You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, it then kind of got, it spread like wildfire, like, literally around the world that we were like, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, cancelling Shakespeare, as Sam Brooks wrote. Um but yeah, I just really think like it's so sad. Like you're right, we pour all this money into sports, like and yeah, what are we going to do about this? You know? I mean, what are we going to do about this? It's it's awful. And the Auckland Pride situation is so shit. Like they bought on a creative director under the thinking that the funding that they've had this like forever would happen again and it hasn't and so now they're like having to reevaluate Nathan Joe has like just started in this role basically he wrote a piece for the big idea it's really worth reading and like now what does he do because this is like a salaried position that he has all these visions for is he going to be able to do it it's well, like, you can't expect someone to do that for nothing, to, like, well, take no, so exactly. much time out of their... It's his full-time job. Him and Max yeah. Tweedy are both full-time employees. So it's, like, yeah, it just, like, it really sucks on top of everything else, you know? It's just, like... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... I mean, the fu- the whole funding wagon is bizarre, and favors in dif- skews in different ways, yeah, but for different reasons as well. There, totally it was a really interesting article on the big idea about um, how funding could change, where like everyone just gets put into a ballot, and every single idea, as long as it meets a certain criteria, is a valid idea to get funding. Mm. And you just have to wait for your turn to like for your name to be called out to be funded, I guess, which was really interesting. I don't know if it would work or not, but the like way that funding works at the moment is that it is still kind of based off like feelings. Yeah, definitely. And relationships, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like so valid for creative New Zealand to say like, Hey, it was just that we had less money and there were more attractive things put in front of us than Sheila Wynn. And like, luckily, Jacinda Ardern has said, like, we are going to fund it. Don't worry about it. Like, the Ministry of Education will step in and pick up, like, the slack or whatever. But, yeah, it just it just feels really like a sad week for the arts in New Zealand. Because how much money are we paying for the All Blacks, you know? Yeah, a lot. But then there's the argument of, like, how much money does the All Blacks bring back to us, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But if we funded the arts properly, then New Zealand artists are world-class, you know? The All Blacks are world-class sportsmen. But New Zealand artists are world-class as well across drama, music, or, like, Fucking Art, everything. We painting, are it. And if we were funded film. properly, that could be something that brought, uh, like, came back around. 
Totally. Financial well, look at if you look at um, Wellington had the first wear wow world of wearable art for the like first time in two years this year. Like last week, it finished, and. It, that's a huge money maker for Wellington, and there were people everywhere. Like, yeah, and it's it's such a great thing. So it's really, it is a huge part. And you know, if we're not giving the big people money to tell the stories, how could we give the little people money to tell the stories? And these stories are more important, I would argue, than a lot of the other stories. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, that was my peak too soon. Bitch, that's a good one. Yeah. But I'd, I'll link those articles, the one that Sam wrote and the one, um, one the fuss over Shakespeare is a distraction from the real scandal of arts funding by James Wendley on stuff. And the one that Nathan Joe wrote from The Big Idea. I hope, like, Auckland Pride needs, like, a huge commercial sponsor. I'm yeah. sure they have quite it a does, few, but, but like, yeah, a huge that's... one. That's uncomfortable too. It's like... Yeah, true. Because then you're working yeah. on their terms. Well, it's just like that's not what Pride is about. It's about bringing people right. together. And who better to do that than... The, the government. The government. Legit. Yeah. But like in saying that, I would rather Pride happened with a huge commercial sponsor who was just there to like help out. Yeah, totally. It's good to be done. Yeah. How much money we got in the bank, babe? You and me. We could do it. <laughs> let's do <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Let's say the mantra. 2001, 2001 to 2008. 2008. There, ain't, there a ain't a song that, that we hate. hate. Jason, what song are you adding to the playlist this week? Oh, my God. This has actually worked out perfectly um, as a segue from that peak too soon of yours, mm. my I will be adding "Bossy" by Kalise to the playlist Whoa. just because it's a banger. But also now I'm just like, I'm bossy. I'm, I'm the, the one, one ever you since love to hate. Ever I since... thought about becoming the big sponsor of. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where is this? Where are we linking this bit? Where are we yes ending that back to? <laughs> pride darling it all goes back to pride it does and you oh okay so thank you cast your mind like two weeks ago before our lovely chat with diva mahal tickets at divamahal.com for mm-hmm. her tour um yes. you'll remember i've got to say that um the posters of diva mahal in christchurch have really really lit that place afire like Christchurch was gorgeous already but seeing Diva Mahal everywhere oh. yes yeah, so cast your mind back and we had a little conundrum on kick on pod where I knew that I was singing a song but I didn't know what song I was singing and it goes a little something like this ba-da-bum ba-da-bum bum ba-da-bum ba-da-bum bum and thank you to the um, six people, I would say, who got in touch um, to let me know that this was, in fact, this song. Yeah. 
Ja Rule and Ashanti mesmerize. Do you recognize it? Yeah, I sent you a Snapchat of me in a bathroom listening to it. Did you? Yeah. A Snapchat? I know. Well, I didn't know how else to play music and send a video at the oh same time. Oh my God, I, haven't, I never saw it. Oh, play it now. <laughs> Are you drunk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look it. Um, oh, did I turn off get notifications for new snaps? Tap to enable notifications. I must have turned them off. Um, oh. Well, thank you. <laughs> How did you find out? How did you find out the news? Shayo. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah, one of six. Yeah, one of six. So one I'm going to add that to the playlist. Um, thank you, everyone. I think it was actually... It was Ruby Jones who messaged first. Whoa, Slay Ruby, you are incredible. Whose new book is coming out in a blink of an eye. I cannot wait for that, honestly, to have Ruby Jones merch. Actually, Chris Parker's book stacked with Ruby Jones' new book on top is going to be an amazing color combo. Um, And don't forget the How to Be Lonely physical CD sitting on top. On top, on top. Yeah. That's giving... Dream. That's giving This Is My Year. Yes, it is. This yeah. is my bookshelf. <laughs> the remix for children. <laughs> Sing that in schools. Yay. Well, that's been a huge catch-up. Have you, like, just a one last sidebar, have you seen any of... um? Tara reads TikToks. Yes, I have, <laughs> and I love it. What? It's bizarre, eh? But it's a keep coming yeah. back for more. I think she knows what she's up to. She just like loves go. If you haven't watched Tara read on TikTok yet, it's just like her. Like her captions are like, "Last time I sang, you loved it, so here's another one." So she'll just like sing another song, like really. And she did one with Jedward. Yes. That's the one I watched recently. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but Tari's having a renaissance because of it. It's about damn time, to be fair. Boom. Please follow Kick-Ons on all streaming platforms. Leave a little cute review where you can. Um, Tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram at kickonspod and have the most gorgeous week ever because yes. you look absolutely stunning today. And you the world look flawless. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and I'm about to go and I'm about to go and hit go on a new one for the road chat Ooh, on our website. Oh, most importantly, wish Steph luck for her day. I know. Thank you. Bye. Bye.